Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. Yes, 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 yes. So happy to be back on the show, everybody. Welcome into Pocket Parlay. It's just me, just a solo me, and I've just had uh, a lot of my mind and on my heart these last couple of, well, I guess months. I mean, Travers was here for the last episode we put out. Lindsay came and Lindsay went, and we didn't get around. We didn't have time. We did the other show I work on for the Light Tickle. We did that show together, but kind of flat ran out of time to come on here and, and put, I, I guess, hour and a half, maybe two hours together to sit down and chit chat and, and see where she's at. She's kind of still fighting through some uh, heartache and some difficulties in her life. So, and, and that might have something to do with it. It just wasn't, uh, if you don't feel it, you don't do it. That's just kind of how it works. And I respected that. And we just had a good time and talked a lot, but we didn't record any of it. And that's totally fine. Um, yeah, I hope, hope she finds what she's looking for and keeps on working on what she needs to do for herself. Uh, what else happened? Uh, we, as a family of this show, and I've had two of the three sisters on here, the DiLoretto sisters, <laughs> the DiLoretto sisters, <laughs> since I joke. Um, yeah, they lost their mother just recently and they had the service, uh, last week and I'm, I'm all the way over here and I, I felt terrible that I couldn't go. My mom actually went and took a card and I, I kind of told her what to write. Cause again, I'm over here. So I really wish I could have been there to, uh, celebrate the life of, of Joyce. You know, she was a big, big piece to a lot of people and a mother to more than just those girls. I mean, between, I mean, <laughs> that house had people in and out when you have girls, three girls and they're all on, uh, just a little different age, you know, a couple of years apart, you get a lot of, of girls and boys coming through there and, I didn't even know some of the people that were going through there sometimes. So that's just, it's just a testament to their open door policy and Brooks and uh, Joyce are just wonderful people. And I, I hope, I hope that family the best for what they're dealing with. And I, I talk to them every once in a while and it seems like they're, you know, I mean, it was to be expected with her health. So it wasn't out of the blue, but still doesn't make it make it any easier. I don't think so. If you keep them in your thoughts and your prayers and, and, and reach out and, I don't know how they feel about people just hope you're doing well, but it can't hurt. And I don't, I don't see why you wouldn't do it. If you feel it, just, just give them a call, give them a text and help them through a, a, a difficult time. So, and a, another thing, uh, moving on from that. And a, another thing that's kind of been, you know, when Lindsay came here and, and we were talking and, and, and Travers too, he, he is a little bit older than me, but a lot of the, we're getting old comment came up a lot. And I feel, I mean, it was always a joke. We always joked about it when we we're in our twenties or thirties, like, Oh God, my back, I'm getting older, you know? And now it's not just the feeling you're beginning to see that, uh, elderness coming through the old vibe. You're kind of getting that like, Oh, I'm just kind of tired, you know? And you can't help but see that you may be losing some hair, you know, putting some weight around the middle <laughs> guilty. <laughs> um, it catches up. Father time always wins. And that's, that's not a joke anymore because it's becoming a reality. And I don't know how you kind of deal with it. I, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm struggling with it, but I'm, I'm coping with it by just keeping 
my mind open. Talking to my wife helps a lot. Having uh, people you can kind of talk to and try to figure out the next phase. Because I struggled a lot with the phase of where I was when we were younger, when everyone started having kids. And I did, I was behind. I had a kid, I guess, later in life, technically. So all the younger people were doing that. And I was kind of like, hey, let's go out and you know, let's go do a show or whatever the case may be. Let's go a good time, Charlie, right? Like, let's go do this and that. And I mean, I give like Derek and a couple of them are good friends that, I mean, they, they put forth way more effort than, than I deserved, I think to come and celebrate my birthday or whatever the case was, what we're doing and brought their kids and put them to sleep in my room. And I'm thinking of it now. I'm like, Oh my gosh, that was, you know, that's crazy. So I mean, we were younger, so we kind of had a little less to give, I think, as far as cares. So <laughs> I just, I struggled with that a great deal because I was like, I don't understand why none of my friends want to hang out with me. Is it me? But it, now that I have a kid, I get it. I'm like, it's not, it's not that I don't want to hang out with you. I feel the family obligation takes over just by, I mean, maybe sometimes maybe it's your wife that makes you feel guilty. That's not the case so much. It's just, now that my kid can talk and she's almost five, she makes me feel guilty. <laughs> well, don't leave. You know, you work all week and hang out. And I was like, oh gosh, you're right. So escaping to go golfing for four hours is just a blessing. I'm like, well, I don't do it very often anymore. Not every weekend, not two days a week or whatever the case used to be back back when the, the day before responsibilities were heavy. But I think uh, that just made a difference in my life just to accept it and i felt better about it and then i left i left all the people i kind of was like i'll see you maybe three or four times a year if i'm lucky and I, I i dealt with that and i was like that's that's better than zero and now i'm back to zero so that might be kind of weighing on me a little bit i mean we have the phone we have ways of communication which is great i do a, sit down and chat with my cousin quite a bit i mean our, our the time zone's a little difficult to work through but um i, I enjoy talking with anybody especially him I'm probably miss him the most out of, I mean, my friends are my friends, but family's family, I guess. So, and my mom and dad, obviously too, but I'm, I'm dealing with it. And, uh, I, I just, I, the whole age thing kind of kept coming back to me and coming back to me. And then I was at work just a couple of days ago and I was talking to a couple of coworkers there and we were talking about, uh, Blink-182 is coming out with a new album, which I, I found out, I guess, a little late. I mean, I'm late to the party. It comes out, uh, October 20th. So, not out yet, but they're putting out their singles and kind of putting out some videos along with it, hyping it up, getting you all pumped up for it. But one of their new songs is called One More Time. And I, I didn't hear it before. So the guy's like, oh, he had uh, Apple or whatever, Spotify. He's like, oh, I'll put it on for you. And yeah, there's a Bluetooth speaker at work and you put it on. And I'm in the middle of like loading my truck and working while this is playing. And I'm trying to listen. And I was like, whoa super powerful song i could hear the lyrics pretty good not not 100 because it was in a lot of background noise but it really spoke to me from what i could hear and i don't know i i just i didn't I, it didn't break me but i was just kind of like wow i mean that 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 band came out when i was graduating like in the middle of middle to high school and then after we graduated they kept going and uh man i I guess it'd be two thousands it'd be like a two thousand late ninety nine band kind of thing, so they're definitely in our wheelhouse of a lot of people. I know a lot of people hate them and a lot of people like them or love them i I'm kind of in the middle. I really enjoyed their music. I thought it was great, but i I never went to a show or anything like that. I didn't have any care to do that, but 
I, th- this new album I'm very excited for, but, but to see them and how they've broken up and got back together. And I was like, what is going on? How come they keep doing this? And so th- they kind of had a little interview with a little insight and I found, found some clips from it. I enjoyed, I actually have a little bit of the song. I was kind of wanting to play just a little bit of it. Cause I can't get away with playing a lot of it on here, but I don't know if everybody's heard it or not, but I, I think this kind of helps kind of put your, your feelings of, of getting old and, and maybe people are getting sick. I mean, there's a lot of that too. And that happened to them. They kind of go over all that stuff from Tom and Mark and Travis kind of talk about the dynamics. And I mean, Travis almost died in a plane wreck and then Tom almost died of cancer and Mark went kind of crazy, I think. So, uh, or no, it was the other way around. Tom went crazy and Mark, Mark got cancer. So I don't know. I think, I think just, uh, I'm going to play just a little bit of the song and then I have, uh, I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about the clip here in one second, but I, I think there, there's great value in what they're doing and it seems like they're not doing it for a money grab. I don't, I don't say that lightly cause I know there's a lot of money involved in it, but I think the, the, them coming out and being like, Hey, we're old, but we still have some value left to give. So here, check this little, uh, tidbit of a song. One more time, one more time. I miss you. Took time, but I admit it. It still hurts even after all these years. And I know that next time ain't always gonna happen. I gotta say, I love you while we're here. Do I have to die too? Yeah, I, I love you. I mean, my coworker jokingly just said, it's kind of a bad day, you know, it's a Monday and we're all kind of just dragging anyway. And he goes, hey, I love you. <laughs> I was like, I know he was joking, but it was kind of with the with the melody and how that song sounds and everything. And then all the triggers that it brings up from the past of what that band meant to multiple people, including, you know, the whole premise for this whole show was with uh kind of losing my classmate with Jeff and stuff. And it was one of his favorite bands. And I'm just like, Oh gosh, you know, and it, it that is kind of just stuck with me all day. And then I started mulling it over and kind of just working on it, thinking about it. And I was like, you know what? I, I need to get on and, and talk about this. And I mean, I know I'm talking to myself, but it's kind of therapeutic in its own. I know this is going to come out and hopefully, you know, five or 10 people <laughs> listen to it, but I, I it's just, it's just a really good song. I'm very excited for the album. I think it's a um, kind of a perspective album because all these guys have finally dealt with just a large amount of bad things that have happened to their friend or them. So that, that, that's a big old chunk of humble pie, I guess is what you'd call it. But so here is the interview. It's a little lengthy, but I, I mean, you could look it up on YouTube too. This is all just, you could, you know, YouTube the video, which I highly recommend because at the end of the song, they go through like they have the flashbacks of back when they were young and dumb and doing all their antics that they used to do. And it just, uh, it was cool with the music. I mean, that you could hear the melody in there. It's, it's very, um, I don't know, kind of just hits the chord. Not, I wouldn't say soothing, but it's just, it's very good. So here, here's the interview. It's a, like I said, it's a little lengthy, but it, it definitely explains a lot of what happened to all of them to get to where they're at. And then hopefully, uh, to where they're going. 
you need to understand about Blink-182 is that we didn't come out of, like, joyous homes. We came from a lot of heartbreak, broken families, just fights. So Blink was always a way to force the happiness in the room. It was not only, like, a competition, but a, a uh, collaboration. When Travis joined the band, it just blew things sky high. There was a lot of bad blood. There was a lot of yeah. stuff in the press and feelings and all this stuff. You know, email was like, Thomas stopped all recording and work with Blink-182 effective immediately. Don't call him, all this stuff. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Don't look at again. me with these cameras. <laughs> <laughs> Quite frankly, a lot of people thought that you left Blink-182 to become professionally crazy. Found myself in these weird oceans that I didn't know really how to navigate. I definitely didn't want to hold these guys back in any kind of way. We're like, fuck Tom DeLonge. If he doesn't like Blink, then fuck it. I remember telling my wife now, like, well, I don't think I'm ever gonna play music again. I don't think I'm ever gonna tour again until Mark told me he was sick. And then I was like, that was the only thing I wanted to do. When I found out that I got sick, like, I was really uh, shitty, weak, brain, like, eaten with the chemotherapy and pain and everything else, just a hollow shell. I wish they told us it shouldn't take a sickness. A rare plane's falling out the sky. When he told me he was sick, that's like the gnarliest. That, that was like, nothing matters, really. Like, Do I have to die the plane over to my right here, the plane is on On the album, like, One More Time is kind of written about, like, why does it take these catastrophes, like mm. me being in a plane crash or Mark being sick for our band to get back together. I always knew that the Brotherhood wouldn't ever deteriorate or wouldn't be there. I really feel like Blink is us three. And as soon as we accept that and we just don't settle for anything less than that, that I, I just think that's the future. It wasn't about fame or money or how big Blink was or anything. It was like, you're gonna get through this shit and we're gonna go dominate. I think I'm so sick of hearing Tom's positive shit. <laughs> I really did. Yeah, like, you're gonna do great. You're gonna get through this. You're gonna crush this. On like the days where I just wanted to wallow. Yeah. I don't want to be positive. <laughs> I call him up and my head. It's me again. Chemotherapy wrecked my vocal cords. I had to go work with a vocal coach to get to the point where we could go and walk on stage at Coachella. Fuck! Hi! We're Blink 182. When it's the three of us on stage, I feel unstoppable. Like we fucking we crush. For me, it was always heavy on my heart that our friendship wasn't mended. All of us have lived through tragedies now, things that really tear apart pieces of your heart, and you got to mend them back together and figure out how to be a better version of yourself. Being in a band with my brothers and it being healthy and we're having fun and playing some of the best shows we've ever played and we're making some of the best songs we've made. Travis, you produced the shit out of this album. This album, which Touch Wood, is one of like, the best albums we've it's ever made. It's the written. best album you've ever made. The thing is, like, it's all through the healing of this band and this music and this record. I literally just like cry on stage every night. Coming out with these words one more time, it's like, hey, you know, this is the last time we're gonna fuck this up. Yeah, I mean, don't get this twisted. I'm not saying anything about Blink-22 being the best band or anything like that, but I find the message 
oddly fitting the timing of how I've been feeling lately. So I, I felt like I was like, oh, here we go again. Uh, it, it's, it's just, I, I don't know. This life that we're living is very strange. And I feel don't wait till it's too late to tell somebody or, or do something for, for somebody or yourself even. I mean, it's, you, when we pray at night now here with the family and stuff, I mean, we always thank God for a good day today and hopefully another one tomorrow because like everyone's always said, that's another line that's cheesy. Tomorrow's not guaranteed. And, and as I'm getting up there in the, the years and my parents and everybody, all my family, I mean, we're not going backwards, right? So we got the young kids, even my daughter growing up is just, it's, it's bizarre. It's a, it's a whole nother realm that you, you step into. And I don't, it, words don't really explain it, but if, if you're living in it, I think you get it. So I don't know. I just want to jump on here and, and throw a little bit of that, um, a little personal update. I, well, we always talk about everybody else on here and I, I kind of talk with them, but I'm, I, I'm, now I'm just talking to myself in here. So it's a, it's a little, a little strange, but I, I like it. I like it. I think it, it's therapeutic and I'm, I'm happy you sat here and listened to, I don't know, 18 minutes of me just rambling on about what's going on. I mean, yeah, I'm excited. I don't buy albums. The last album I bought was the floater album that came out. Jeez. I think that was four, four years ago now. And I didn't even buy it. Mike Cheek got it for me. So that was really nice. There you go. I love you, man. Thank you for the album. <laughs> I listen to it a lot. <laughs> and then uh, every time I do, I think of you and, and I, you know, it's funny cause you just walk around and I don't know, you don't know what goes through everybody's head at any given time, but I have a feeling that you're thought about at some point for better or worse, somebody throughout their day might come across and or hear something or see something or smell something. And then kind of makes them think of, of that time where they're with you, you know, doing whatever at a show or, out to eat or hanging out, having a, having a drink with your buddies or whatever the case may be. But I, I guess the, I, what the big takeaway is you start kind of feeling alone, but I don't think you should, because I believe that there's people out there that, uh, that have, have you on their hearts at any given moment throughout uh, a day. So yeah, I don't know. That's a little mushy. I know, but, uh, you know, that's just how I've been feeling lately. So I hope everybody's doing well. And if you feel it, just make it. So send the message, send the text or heck even a call because your voice is very powerful. And I think you to call and say, Hey, how's it going? I mean, that means more than one thing to some different people like, Oh, I'm fine. Or man, I'm glad you called because I'm just feeling, you know, down and out a little bit. So Maybe too deep, maybe, maybe a reach. <laughs> I love you guys. And uh, yeah, feel free to reach out and give me a call or text. And I hope everyone's well. The chicken strips.